Hallelujah. Greg Laurie made uh, some survey on, uh, I think, a thousand churches and thousand questions of a thousand members of different churches. And out of this thousand church attending different churches, the question was asked, why does the church exist? Check what the uh, response was. According to the survey, 89%, they say the church purpose, the church purpose, this is America, was to take care of my family and my spiritual needs. Only 11% said the purpose of the church is to win the world for Jesus Christ. That's a wow. That's why I kind of look back in the book of Acts and see the New Testament church. I would like to read to you one more time. Acts chapter 2, verse uh, 42. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowshipping with one another, breaking of bread, and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all believers were together, and they had all things in common. And some of them sold their possession and goods and shared it, divided to one another. So they continually, they, so continue, continuing daily. Can you say continuing daily? Verse 40, continuing daily with one accord in unity in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God. Can you say praising God? And having favor with all of the people and the Lord. I want you to take note of this. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were saved. Let's pray. Father, we praise you and thank you because you are the one in charge in your church. Father, in this church, we want you to preside and we want your will to be done. Dear God, we are just instrument and we are just, Lord, your people called by your name who want to do your will in our life. Father, we want to honor you. We want to look back on the early pure church and get the principles and teachings that you want us to live. And in living, Lord, even die for. Teach us, Holy Spirit, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. So this, this early church focus on Five priorities. Number one, they focus on worship. Can you say worship? worship? We exist to glorify God, to worship God, to know Him, to make, to make Him known. Five things I want you to understand. Worship, they focus, the early church, focus on worship, they focus on prayer, they focus on evangelism, they focus on learning the Word of God. They focus on loving one another. Can you say loving one another? Amen. And all this 
five focuses of the early church was clearly manifested and being seen by people all around them. And the Bible says, and God added to the church people that belonged to them. And the favor of God was upon them. And the favor of God was upon the people all around them. There, so there was an exponential, explosive growth in the early Christian. And I say, Lord, how come I'm scratching my head? How can we bring back the same Holy Spirit that anointed and blessed them is the same Holy Spirit that we seek to fill us with His power. So he was talking about uh, teaching of the apostles. That's why I, I was telling you, let us, uh, the Apostles' Creed. How many of you have, you know, I'm having problem memorizing the thing. I, I start printing it in different versions. <laughs> the early century version, the Apostles' Creed, the Lutheran version, the Catholic version, the Greek Orthodox version. And I just, I just paste it on my study study room in 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 the house and I start reciting it myself i believe in god the father almighty the creator or maker of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ born of virgin mary etc etc <laughs> but uh, first and foremost the teaching if you look back the first number number one teaching i had this one is number one the scripture are the inspired word of God without error. So the, the, the disciples and the early teachers and early Christian, every day they study the word of God. They honor the word of God. Can you say study the word of God? We need to study the Word of God, my brother and my sister. For the Word of God to manifest its supernatural power and work in our lives, we need to study the Word of God. Let me read to you in uh, Timothy. Say Timothy. Timothy chapter 3. Here is uh, what Paul was talking to his early disciple, Timothy. The men of God and the word of God. He says this. But you have carefully followed my doctrine. He's talking to Timothy. So it's one of us who is in the process of becoming a Paul, mentoring a Timothy. Every parent should be a, in the position of Paul, mentoring and teaching their children. Every elder brothers and sisters here, older kuya and older ate should carefully he said, but you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of light, purpose. Can you say a purpose? Faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, even in persecution and affliction. You stick with me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and imposter will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. These are the signs of the last days. But as for you, can you say, as for you? As for you, my dear brothers and sisters, continue in the things which you have learned and have assured of knowing from you have learned them. And that they, from childhood, can you say, from childhood, 
you have known the Holy Scripture. Wow, Timothy have known the Scripture from childhood. You know, I was born and raised Catholic, very religious, but I have not known the Scripture until I was born again and born in the Spirit, and the Spirit of God gave me the desire to read the Word and pray for the power. From childhood you have known the Holy Scripture, which is able to make you wise. How many of you want to be wise? The Scripture and the Word of God will make you wise. For salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture, read with me, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Is that the only purpose? On verse 17, I want you to write it down in your Bible. That the men of God, that the people of God may be complete, may be mature. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to be complete. Totally equipped for every good work. So it is the preaching, teaching, and meditating of the Word of God that will make us complete, that will make us wise, that will make us profitable in the kingdom of God. I like the testimony of uh, Miss Galang there. <laughs> that we are all like Like uh, like a vessel or like a mud, a pliable mud, God is molding. It's in every one of you, including me. All of us are being molded because God had a plan and a purpose and a destiny for you and me. All of us have a plan. You know, we want, we want to succeed here in life. How, how many of you want to succeed in life? At least here in America, you want to have a car, a house, you know, this, this American way. But I want to encourage you, my dear brother, my dear sister. If you have some high ambition, personally, for yourself, for your children, for your family, God Almighty have a better and far more higher ambition because he is all powerful he is all knowing he is an all loving God that we can trust if we will only seek first his kingdom and his righteousness he will satisfy the longing of your heart seek first so as we yield as we make our lives pliable as soft clay for God to shape and mold a beautiful vessel unto honor will come out of us. But the more we resist, the more we try to do our own thing, the more struggle, the more pain, the more problem. It's like the Israelites that are in the wilderness going round and round and round in the wilderness, never having to rest in the promised land. If you're struggling right now, just seek the Lord and say, God, give me wisdom. Because you said in your word, Jesus, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. 
Learn of me, said Jesus. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know, the Lord has been so good to us. This morning, somebody's supposed to testify about uh, the second offering. But then I think there was a communication breakdown. So I said, wipe, you have to do it. <laughs> you fail the communication, you, you do it. And she, she did it, and I was, I was blessed. She said, you know, she was sharing about uh, the Lord blessed us with, with a house, with two extra bedrooms. But the opportunity of uh, having all kinds of visitors. This summer, almost every day, there's a lot of uh, visitors coming to the house. And my wife had to cook very early in the morning. <laughs> she is playing a good host. She, she complained to me that she's tired already. And I say, hey, that's a ministry. Just do it unto the Lord. And then uh, Dr. Sabrapena showed up and said, uh, Pastor, can I stay with your house? I say, can you stay in the center of home? Because the two bedrooms is, is, is occupied. It's okay. Because my wife said, my two older sisters occupy the two, two, two rooms. <laughs> and I, I don't have the guts to tell them to move uh, together in one bed because the bishop from the Philippines is coming. <laughs> so I thought, uh, Bishop, you have to stay in the center of problem. No problem. You know I'm a missionary. Anyway, so my wife just served, served her two sisters. And to my amazement, my two older sisters, uh, they are both retired. They are living in, in uh, the retirement money. They are living frugally. But they love shopping. <laughs> my wife don't, don't drive, but both of them drive. They use the jeep, and whenever my wife come back, you know, Papa, they bought me, they took me shopping, but they, they bought me this, they bought me this. And I saw my wife, uh, she was telling me, I am blessed. I told her, because you are blessing them, and we are a blessing. You know, in, in the kingdom of God, there is a system of giving and receiving. There's a system of blessing and being blessed. How many of you believe that? You know, every Saturday, uh, every Thursday, we pick up food here. And also, and also by, by Friday, they call me and say, Pastor Benny, the, we don't have driver available. We, we don't have food, food uh, truck uh, available. Please pick up your food. And so we pick up on Thursday. We pick up also on Saturday morning. More jobs. But mind you, more blessing. And when we have a lot of blessing to bless the community, guess what? The, 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 those that, that volunteer, uh, packing the, the, the blessing, is the first one who experiences the blessing. And I, that's the principle in the kingdom of God. For some reason, the more you give your life, your worship, your thanksgiving, your service to the Lord, the more he opened the windows of heaven and bless you. And those blessings to overflow will flow through you. And as you allow the Spirit of God to use you in blessing others, guess what? There is a blessing that you first experience in serving God and serving people, in loving God and loving people, in seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. 
you experience the supernatural presence of God. And say amen. amen. You know, if you stick to the principles of the Bible, the early Christian, they learned to worship the Lord, to bless the Lord on my soul and all that is within me, blessing and exalting the holy name of God. Guess what? When you do that and learn it from the bottom of your heart, you forget about your problem. It decentralizes self, me. Serve me. How about me? When you start focusing on worshiping the Lord, you focus on worshiping and you forget about your tiny little problem. And you focus on a big God who can help you, who can perform miracles in healing you. You know, the basic doctrines of the Bible, very, very simple, very, very powerful. I noticed in the early Christian, they passionately, lovingly proclaim Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Lovingly and diligently proclaiming Jesus, not only Savior and Lord, but Jesus as the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. And as they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, they powerfully witnessed with signs and wonders that Jesus heals. You can say, Jesus heals. Yesterday, I, uh, my wife told me, Hey, Papa, you have a dental appointment with the, uh, Dr. Ditas. Ditas. You need to go there at 10 o'clock. I went to Ditas. He was there. You know, when we, you know how many of you know Ditas? You, when, we, when we do the... Well, anyway. I'm blessed. She is blessed. Uh, I pray her, to her. And then after, after coming back from the dentist, a pastor, when I went to the tent, pastor just, uh, just said, oh, here is our senior pastor is going to preach to you uh, about healing. Oh, my God. So, Lord, I, I need help. <laughs> because <laughs> I was just walking in. I didn't know I'm going to preach healing. <laughs> so I say, Lord, just, just speak through me. You know, and it's amazing. But in your heart, you just ask, Lord, help me. Just give me the word. And I just preach about healing. And it, it blesses me to the socks when these people, uh, na po yung, uh, uh, Spanish, come to me. We don't understand each other. But he, he said, pray for me, pray for me. And they line up and pray. You know, it, it blesses me more than they are blessed. Because the, the Word of God is powerful. Can you say the Word of God? The Word of God is alive. Just share the Word. And God will do the rest. Just step in faith, believing. And God will do the rest. So the teachings of the apostles, number one, they teach that we as believers should honor the Scripture. The Word of God is given. For us to be equipped to mature us. Even Jesus proclaimed, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. If you feed your body three times a day, plus merienda, we need to feed our spirit with the word of God every day. Can you say every day? Meditate on the word of God. The more we honor the word of God, the more the Word of God manifests and His supernatural power in our life. 
and the more we, we become complete in Christ. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The more time we spend on the Word of God, in our heart and in our mind, we will be renewed, and the manifestation of the supernatural power of God in your life will materialize. It's going to give you wisdom. You will have a better decision. You'll be a better father to your children, a better example to your co-workers. You'll be surprised. Even, you know, Sister uh, Marisha was testifying to me about uh, having favor. It, it's amazing. I was, she was sharing. I, was, I got some tears in my eyes because of the supernatural power of God. She should, you, should learn, you should listen to, his, to her testimony. But it was so very powerful. It, it, it is the manifestation of the power of the Word of God happening in, in, his, in, uh, in his own life. i uh, give you a, a little example. Uh, I think their, their paper, their uh, immigration paper, uh, it, was, it was very touching when uh, Sister Marisa, talking about it, share You can't it. You know, uh, how many years have you been here in States? They have been here seven years and the papers has been, anyway, they're spending a lot of money. Now, Brother uh, Roland is working out there, working his butt, doing a diligent, good job. So good that his boss and next boss appreciate him very much. They talked to the big boss, owner of the company, and said, this guy is an asset of the company. And let us petition. Petition him, and they were even chipping, chipping their money, their own money, to help process their papers. It's amazing. Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon. And while she was sharing this to me, she said, you know, Pastor, we went to the, we went to the lawyer, and the lawyer said, I don't think this this I don't think this is going to apply. Too many loopholes, and she start testifying. But we believe God. She start sharing to the to the lawyer, and it's, she said the lawyer was so touched. The lawyer start crying and start hugging her. Okay, you believe in a big God. He's a miracle working God. But to the glory of God, see now. Jeremiah recited Jeremiah 29:11 Jeremiah 29:11 sing it Prosper you to give you hope in a future Let's recite this scripture well, all together, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, give you unexpected then, a hope and a future. So, you know, the God we serve is far more ambitious beyond our limitations.